Friday, happy endings are the rule. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. Light them up, boys. There's your picture. Drop the shadow out of sight. This is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw, and I have so many things today. I've been gone a while. What with all the preempts and all the hell and high water and the madness, uh, I got up this morning and I framed a New Yorker cartoon. It's got a big bureaucrat sitting behind a desk. Read our president. Anyway, this big bureaucrat is sitting behind a desk and the sign on the desk says, What, Buck? <laughs> you know, the emperor is buck naked, folks. I've got another cartoon. It's a fashion show with naked emperors going up and down the catwalk. We can see them all out there tonight. At La Peña, people, we're having a benefit. And this is a, a big deal. It's for the victims of the hurricane, Hurricane Katrina. Uh, somebody called me up and said, guess what? Can you imagine all the little girls across the nation being named Katrina? I said, don't make me gag. Anyway, it's at 7 to 10 tonight. Everybody knows where La Peña is. Um... Let me see here now. I have poets, artists, activists. This is support for sick, disabled, and elderly victims of Hurricane Katrina. The money will go to Center for Independent Living, CIL. Suggested donation 5 to 25, no amount too small. Of course, no one turned away. It's at La Pena. And to tell you all about this, I have got Raymond Nat Turner here, uh, I think, now you will be reading poetry tonight, will you, Raymond? Yes, I'll be one of the many uh, poets that will be there. Um, we're going to have Ishmael Reed, Tennessee Reed, uh, Devorah Major, the former poet, poet laureate. laureate of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And yes, <laughs> we've got more poet laureates in this town. <laughs> Everybody gets a turn to be the poet laureate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And um, um, we're, we're very blessed and fortunate to have... Um, Mr. Charles Hawkins, who um, was actually a survivor of the hurricane. He'll be calling in pretty quick. Okay. He's going to phone us. And we have Lee Williams and a bunch of other folks, and we'll talk more about them. Uh, Robert Henry Johnson. Poetry for the People. Poetry for the People and uh, Colored Ink. That's a long, long list, folks. It's from 7 to 10. This is going to be really a major uh, a major literary event and as i said all proceeds go to center for independent living you know this means wheelchairs and whatever the survivors need uh let's see it goes for the use of survivors here and for their affiliate organizations in Houston Texas Jackson Mississippi i have been told yes by uh, uh Charles Hawkins that his town in Mississippi, I've forgotten the name, you remember? I don't he said, Yeah, he says he's calling it Overlook, Mississippi, because they've been overlooked. Naturally, they were in the eye of the storm, and New Orleans, you know, it's all, always the way uh, people, uh, what is it, get caught up or fall through the cracks. Uh, 
Now, let's see. It says a fine art silent auction beginning at 7, along with a screening of uh, Answer Coalition filmmaker Gloria LaRiva's recently shot short video of Katrina's aftermath in Louisiana. This will be followed by performances, okay, by the, the poets and performance artists with updates on service providers and survivors now living here, uh, many of whom you have heard. Uh, Cornelius Washington, last Sunday on Larry Bensky's program, he will be here with me next Tuesday. Cornelius is a photojournalist, and any man who quotes his mother quoting Rudyard Kipling, <laughs> somebody I got to meet, uh, why not... Why I, not well, let what? Nat Nat you uh, Nat Turner here? Raymond Nat Turner is going to read us some poetry. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, till we get this guy on the phone, till we get Charles Hawkins on the phone, I want oh. you to read me some poetry because okay. I'm I'm stressed out. Okay. One of the, one of the things I really wanted to say that's very important is um, for your listeners, as in terms of incentive, uh, aside from just the moral. Uh, aspect of it and just the uh, human compassion element of it is that um, the film uh, that Gloria LaRiva did I hear is very moving and it actually gives you a uh, eyewitness firsthand account of uh, what's going on down there which I think is so important I mean because um, some of the stories I've I heard like for instance I heard um, trumpeter Marlon Jordan of, in New Orleans who played so very beautifully at the Lincoln Center uh, event on Saturday night, talking about being stranded on top of the roof for five days and then swimming through um, alligators and babies' bodies and toxic sludge sludge to to get to uh, his aunt's house to get food. And so just these kinds of stories and and, uh, on-the-ground accounts are, are, you know, they help, uh, really add a human face to it because it's somewhat abstract to us. You know, we're here in earthquake country and we're we're waiting for ours to come. And uh, you know, my real concern is not the hurricane, the aftermath of the hurricane, but the uh, organization that's supposedly responsible for you know s- rescuing us when our turn comes. Yes, uh, Ray Charles yes. Hawkins apparently is not at the phone number he gave us. It was his mother-in-law's phone number. As you know, folks, these survivors are staying with their families and friends, and they're here and they're there, and I've been chasing them all week. But not to worry about that. I'm sure we'll get a hold of Charles. And in any case, if you can get yourself down to La Pena tonight, you know, you can see him there and talk to him there, and he may phone us. I gave him our on-air phone number, so he may be out Maybe he's out doing something, and uh, he'll phone in before 3.30. Where is La Pena? 3105 Shattuck Avenue, near Prince. It's a couple blocks from my house. I walk there all the time, and I don't have the address. Okay. 31, once again, dear. 3105 Shattuck Avenue, and it's near Prince. Technically, it's in Oakland. Right. <laughs> well, it's border. It's right on the border. Thirty-one oh five. Yeah, technically, Shattuck. it's still in Berkeley, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's just right around the corner from me. And I still every time I forget. If you have any questions, people just call them. It's tonight, 
tonight, 7 to 10, Tuesday night, La Pena Cultural Center. Here's the address. It's right on the blurb. 3105 Shattuck Avenue in Berkeley. And the phone number is in the 5 and Dime area code, 510-849-2568. I tell you, you know, it's, it's, what is the word for it? Uh, it's Cassandra time for me. I, I just keep, was it some old poet? He said, you know, there comes a time when things, things reach a point where, you know, all you can do is just state the obvious over and over and over. And you think, you know, we said that, we did that. It's been on the radio 400 times and still nothing changes. And, you know, no, no new taxes, folks. How are we going to pay for this? That SOB. You know, he's going right through with his, his tax cuts for the rich. Absolutely. You know, there's no Marshall Plan. There's no plan at all. Where's the Where's the medical? You know, we got all these base closings, you know. I made a list the other night. There's all these places that put these people, at least the sick ones, take care of them for now. Calm down, Jennifer. Right. Well, my, con- my concern, I was listening to Air America on the way over here, and they were talking God about... God bless them where um, this gentleman by the name of David Perez, who has an organization, I think it's called uh, Laheim 18 or something like that. In any case, he personally has sent 75 planes with tons and tons of food to uh, the New Orleans area, to the into Louisiana, and he's still getting calls from the mayor of Baton Rouge, who is saying that people are starving, people are in need of insulin and other kinds of meds, and the the my concern is you know i'm i'm not um i hate the use of that term conspiracy theorist yeah, you yeah. know uh but i believe that it's more serious than incompetence you know because i mean firstly on a simple human level you know people are college graduates and they they do know how to manage certain things you know <laughs> you would think let's You're, call it yes. let's call it political will where yes, is political, the political will, or the, will? Uh, and, and specifically the lack thereof to do something uh to save people's lives you and know what your mother would do exactly and so you know um it, it can't be sheer incompetence that tons and tons of food is not getting through because in fact um we all probably are familiar with this gentleman, Aaron Broussard, who from Jefferson Parish, who talked about FEMA uh, not allowing them to receive Coast Guard uh, diesel fuel that would enable them to run vehicles. We heard about the uh, Walmart water trucks being turned back and also um, just other kinds of things that uh, uh, the communications being cut off. Yeah, malign neglect, you know, just deliberately dropping the ball and letting things roll. I want to read you one quick paragraph here. This is my favorite man, uh, Hertzberg in the New Yorker. It's all about Jefferson Parish. It says here, yes, Southeast Louisiana Urban Flood Control Project which was supposed to improve drainage and pumping systems in the New Orleans area, recently asked for $62.5 million. The White House proposed $10.5 million. That's one-sixth. Former Louisiana Senator John Bro, a pro-Bush Democrat, said, Oliver said to him, Look, build it, or you're going to have all of Jefferson Parish underwater. And they didn't. And now all of Jefferson Parish is underwater. You know, this is, what is it, uh, Harrisburg goes on to talk about the president's uh, charming, cute uh, insistence on being an underbriefed gut player. My 
God, you know, this rugged individualism, crapola, you know, governments of large nations are supposed to do for the people that which they cannot do for themselves, you know. We can help our neighbors on the block when there's a little problem. But this is, what do you call it, uh, we got somewhere between a quarter and a half a million people displaced. This is a federal, this is... a major catastrophe there. And and then the thing about it, Jennifer, that is so distressing and and just enraging for me is that um, we're talking about people who have paid into the system. They have uh, paid taxes. They have, you know, paid income taxes and... um, Sales taxes and so forth. And so, been stolen by the rich. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Thank you. that's what they do. Yeah, that's, that's why they're rich. Yeah, that's <laughs> they took the money and ran. <laughs> yes, you, yeah, yeah, oh my true. god! Oh my god! And, oh my god. and then uh, on top of that, um, you know, I, I take it a step further with regard to quote unquote those people that the media is so fond of referring to. Those people were, were the people that actually built this country. And specifically, the Louisiana, New Orleans area, you know, was built with a lot of unpaid labor, African labor, uh, people that were brought there and, you know, that still remain in Mm -hmm. impoverished conditions because of that Mm -hmm. exploitation that exists. Exploitation is the damnedest thing, you know. They reinvent it every time. You know, uh, chattel slavery was probably the greatest crime in human history. I don't know. Looking around, though, today, it doesn't seem to me you can, you know, there's much distinction. Uh, there's some poem I was reading the other night about so many ways to kill a man. One way is to put him in the middle of the 20th century and leave him alone. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, it is getting, getting stranger and stranger. Economic, economic serfdom or corporate uh, feudalism, or whatever you want to call it, is terrifying. If you don't have a job in this country, you're not you're not a citizen. That's right. You know, that means the corporations rule, because, you know, it used to be, if you were a citizen, there was a social contract, mm-hmm. you know, FDR, and they said, you know, we will not let you starve. Not that we didn't starve, but, you know, we were free to sleep under bridges and so forth. But this business of shredding the social contract and leaving... Somewhere between, they say, 20 and 40% of the people out on a limb. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it used to be, what is it, the fear of revolution, the guillotine, you know, the, the noblesse oblige of the, the, uh, people at the top, uh, you know, the Eleanor Roosevelt's of this world, uh, uh, knew that you had to pay back, or that at least you had to keep some kind of safety net going, you know, and some of them may actually have had uh, imagination and good hearts. That's possible, too. But at least they knew, you know, you can't murder people. What is it, fascism? Is it um, one of our great writers said, well, said uh, fascism, that's just capitalism plus murder. Who is that? Who said that? I think it's E.M. Forrester, but I'm not sure. I'm going to find it. But capitalism plus murder. Fascism. Simple. Second that emotion. Yeah, no no problem. No tyrants. Never mind. Uh, I I was thinking the other night, what was it? Somebody was complaining about Jefferson. I said, at least Jefferson knew about the land. And, you know, he had this ethic. You must grow your own food and live on the land. Of course, the way he did it. (laughs) But... You know, the difference between that world and our world, it's, you can argue all night, you know, whether or not, um, things are better or worse. It depends, uh, 
pretty much depends on where you sit. Uh, when you've got, what have we got now, six and a half billion people on the planet? Something like, Something like that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's okay. There's 380 million Americans. No, no, 280 million Americans. And between a quarter of a million and a half a million have been displaced. That's 280. Okay, that's not, you know, that's not a large percentage. Now, what the hell's going to happen, you know, if we get hit with a bomb? You know, if they can't take care of this, you know, this particular emergency, never mind. No venting. My new rule is no venting. I want to hear, I want to hear something wise and profound. Yes, poets, poets save us. Poetry saves lives. I have here with me in the studio Raymond Nat Turner, who will be reading tonight at La Pena. We're having a benefit for the survivors of the hurricane. And I hope you will all go and pitch in and, uh, uh, help send some funds down to the Gulf, uh, I, I don't know, was it, uh, a Gulf? It's funny, I, the other night somebody called up and said, guess what? The dead zone just at the bottom of the Mississippi, it's been blown away. I said, excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean? You know, there's a dead zone in the ocean. Said, no, the hurricane mixed it up. I said, Check it, you know, please find out for me, get it in print, because I want to know what's going on. I had heard, you know, that all that stuff's going out in the Gulf, and we can look forward to new problems. Oh, but wow. And then then we have this um, other hurricane um, yeah. about to touch. Rita, the, yeah, Rita's Rita, just hitting yeah. even as so, we speak. People yeah. know, the truth is, I, mm-hmm. I'm constantly lately slapping myself on the wrist, you know, op- opinion is the death of knowledge. We've got to get more facts. We're getting so much input and information and sorting out the the facts is going to be you know it's going to be tough because you know the minute the fact surfaces the pundits and the media boys are going to spin it you yeah. know to their advantage so we've got to get our hands on the facts never mind calm down jennifer <laughs> silence as cease as we said in the 50s you say cease okay <laughs> read us something would you i have a uh, a poem <clears throat> excuse me that Actually, I I uh, wrote in response to um, the struggles to save the Oakland Public Libraries. Uh, there, this was in 2001. Uh, there were, uh, I think, seven branches were on the chopping blocks, and at that particular time, the mayor of Oakland was calling for uh, 100 police officers. <laughs> <laughs> that was our dear cops. Uh, we, More cops. Right. That's the solution to every problem. And uh, at that particular time, I was quoted by the Montclarian as saying that instead we need a 100 aggressive librarians instead, and and also that um, the libraries are weapons of mass instruction, and that uh, they are the foremost uh, institution as far as being democratic goes in the society, you know, because like in Berkeley, you take, for example, someone could be in the Berkeley Hills or they can be sleeping on cardboard in the flatlands, but they can still take a red and white card and go into the Berkeley Public Library and check out books. Yeah, that's you know. what America yeah. means. Oh, oh so far, <laughs> for so, a while. So anyway, I wrote this piece, it's, and 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 at the same time, uh, the other thing that was significant that was going on was the trial of the uh, so-called Oakland Riders, the the infamous uh, police 
squad that was terrorizing the African-American community in West Oakland in particular. So anyway, it's called 100 Librarians, and it's for Oakland and for um, a couple, three library friends of mine, librarian friends of mine, Jerry, Michelle, and Stuart. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking here and there. I'm searching everywhere. I'm looking, I'm looking for 100 librarians to leap from bookmobiles, wrestle black boys off corners, arrest their attention, transport them to branches, handcuff them to the stacks, and interrogate them. Tubman was strapped, wasn't she? Douglas assaulted his master, didn't he? Ida interfered with a lynching, didn't she? Didn't she? Didn't she? Interrogate them. You could hear ID John Brown in a lineup, couldn't you? Where'd old Nat hide the murder weapon? Where? Interrogate them. Who's the brown bomber? Osama? What's Ali Boombaye? Al-Qaeda code? Ropadope's crystal meth, ain't it? Ain't it, boy? Interrogate them. Home was stolen 18 times. Who did it? Who performed the first open heart surgery? Who invented the shoe lasting machine, traffic light, and air brakes? Who invented bleach, mayonnaise, shaving cream, peanut butter, and axle grease? Who? Who went by the street name Wizard of Tuskegee? Who? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking here and there. I'm searching everywhere. I'm looking for 100 librarians to crack down on criminals. Disinformation, miseducation, and digital Jim Crow. Diagram crime scenes called Cape Coast Castle, Gore Island, and the Point of No Return. Sketch composites of kidnappers, mutilators, murderers, rapists, alias Christian patriot, founding father. Then investigate what black boys know about Ebo, Waloff, Ashanti, Fulani, Mandingo dealers. I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm looking here and there. I'm searching everywhere. I'm looking for 100 librarians to investigate what black boys know about Brown versus the Board of Education. Black codes, slave codes, poll tax, Fanon, Nkrumah, Lumumba, Cabral, Contras, and crack cocaine. Investigate when 100 homicides became routine. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking here and there. I'm searching everywhere. I'm looking for 100 librarians to throw the books at boys. Try them as adults reading Malcolm. Give them hard time, black awakening in capitalist America. Indeterminate sentences, das Kapital. Lock them in solitary with the soul. Of black folk slam their heads into the invisible man, transfer them to reference and choke them with Chaucer's studies at the University 
of Timbuktu. Strike them repeatedly with Memphis, Greenwood, Rosewood, Birmingham, the Audubon, Cush, Kemet, and 17 universities and 70 libraries the Moors built. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking here and there. I'm searching everywhere. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking for 100 librarians to recapture wards. Restrain them with sweetly calculated strokes. Inject them with high expectations. Cool and unusual punishment. Watch them jerk, writhe, gasp for breath, fight and keep hearts and libraries open. That's the curious thing that our president speaks always of freedom. I think he, you know, he, what he thinks of is that freedom comes from the barrel of a gun when we know, <laughs> of course. Uh, knowledge. What is that? said T.S. Eliot, yes, he said, there is, there is more to know. Hold that, hold that in your mind, and that's, that's the way to freedom. It's the only thing, uh, you know, the great, the great value of, of um, old age is the knowledge of how much we do not know. Yes, my kid made me a t-shirt that says, I don't know more than you don't know. I said, no, <laughs> you don't know, no. It's a Zen one-upmanship, but... No, there was, a, was it old Charlie Dickens used to use the images of two children. He said there are two, the two great evils of mankind are ignorance and want. And of the two, ignorance is the more insidious, the more, the more, uh, it cuts deeper. You think of our shameful, shameful president uh, endorsing this, uh, what do they call it, intelligent design. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, he says, teach, teach the debate. What does it teach you? What is it? Um, there's a quote here. It's in the New Yorker again. Uh, he says, uh, he says, I felt both sides ought to be properly taught. Ought to be properly taught. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught to be a blooping idiot. <laughs> God, I, I don't know. It's funny because, you know, it, I don't think laughing at this guy is the answer. No, I don't either. My mom and her friends used to sit around and giggle over Hitler and Mussolini. They mm -hmm. thought they were cartoon characters, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. When people have power, mm -hmm. uh, you know, those are not clowns. Um, right, right. You know, mean-spirited people in high office uh, <laughs> mean the death of masses, millions of children. And I think, well, uh, I, I think people have such dread and I have such terror that laughing at them seems to help us feel better I think it's pretty much beside the point you know right Barbara Bush is for real she's for real I yeah, knew she right. was for real when she went for Geraldine Ferraro <laughs> but you know was it somebody called her the Marie Antoinette of our time she's treating the uh, situation down in Houston yeah yeah you know she's yeah. just like a slum clearance yeah. uh, she thinks New Orleans is slum clearance and uh, what was it uh uh, what was it she said? Oh, well. They're better it, off anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this, uh, what's my favorite joke? Um, you know, uh, oh yes, Lady Diana Cooper, my favorite joke. Um, heard it from Christopher Hitchens. He was on C-SPAN last night and he said Barbara Bush reminds him of Lady Diana Cooper who when approached by a man in the street who was utterly wretched, uh, he said to the, uh, 
aristocratic uh, lady, he said, uh, uh, Madam, I, I haven't eaten for three days. And she said, Oh, oh, you must try. <laughs> Force yourself. <laughs> you know, you know, it, you know, they are comic, yeah. let me yeah. cake people. Yeah. They, they're, yeah. they're, what is it? Privilege is as blinding as poverty. It makes you completely, what's the word? Uh, insular. I think, you know, those people, they have no imagination. Never mind. I forgot to say again, people. La Pena tonight. Benefit for the hurricane survivors. More poets than you can count. Devorah Major, uh, Charles Hawkins Jr. In the studio with me here, I have Raymond Nat Turner, who will be reading his poems there. It's at La Pena tonight, 7 o'clock, and uh, it's at 3105 Shattuck Avenue. I will be back on the air Thursday morning with more Cassandra poop. I swear I must calm down and make a list. That's what I'll do. I'll make a list and mail it to Laura Bush. <laughs> Till next time, go easy. And if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. Out of The Art of Aging, a gala performance featuring Avacha and Modupue, Naomi Newman, Barbara Dane, Stagebridge, Rafael Jesus Gonzalez, and more. The Art of Aging Festival, workshops with Julian White, St. Mary's Artists, Dance Your Legacy, Drummers, and more, September 24th and 25th at Julia Morgan Center for the Arts, 2640 College Avenue in Berkeley, a benefit for Creative Aging West. For tickets, call 925-798-1300.